Oh, we're back. What's up? This is Prime Minds. It is January 28th, 2023. And one more time, man, for, for the crew, for the culture, for the NFT Web3 culture. What's up, guys? We're here. This is King Dev by the dip. Z Mackin. How you feeling? What's going on? A lot going on, but how y'all feeling today? Go ahead, Z. <clears throat> I'm feeling great, man. It's a, I, it, it was a good night last night. Made a little bit of extra money. I got a house all to myself. So, you know, I'll let you guys imagine the situation that I'm in. And, and your imaginations can run wild. Oh, shit. You could just fucking party. Podcast all day. Yup. 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 Dip, how you feeling, man? What's going on? Hey, man. Doing good. Um, feeling good after the elemental, man. Man. Um... And just, you know, enjoy a lot of stuff has happened between then, right? You know, we had a, a town hall in May and everything. So just really hyped to do this today and to talk about everything that's happened. Yeah, man, shit. Let's let's, let's catch up on it. A lot of it's going on, bro. Uh, a lot of times we have a guest on, but this time it's just us three. Uh, Prime Minds kicking it. I know that we're on YouTube, so we'll be streaming. So if, if, if people have questions, just chime in. Mackin, I, I know you'll read them to us, and 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 we'll we'll engage with the audience. But a lot going on in the economy. Yep, Dip just said it. We had we had an elemental drop. The mint happened. We're going to talk about that. Um, there's investors. A lot going on it with with CA itself and new partnerships. Shit, man, where do you guys want to start? How's look? Look, this is the beginning of the year. 2023 is January. Uh, we went through a little bear market. We're going through a bear market. I think some people are just trying to sit back and see what's going on with the economy, with Web3, with technology. Um, shit, let's start there. Yeah. Dip, dip, what do you think, man? What's going on? Oh, man. So um, some are saying we're we're in a bull market. I always, I always tend to be very cautious when we say that, you know, um, just because, uh, you know, we're st- we still have high inflation. Right. Um, things are starting to come down a little, but then you see a little hike in the market and some people just think like, hey, man, it's here. It's time to invest. Just, you know, be very cautious during this moment. I know we're having little bull, you know, little bull run right now, as you would say. Um, but you got to give that in to, you know, New Year. A lot of people um, are also getting their taxes. So there's a little bit of extra money. Just be cautious going into the summer, uh, which I would say, uh, because, you know, what we were talking about last time, right? Like 29 or 30 percent of the people use their credit cards to pay their mortgage this month or some of their bills. Um, so I just always keep that in yeah. mind, right? But yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it right now, right? Uh, ETH up to about 1600 goes to you know about 16 to 1500 in those ranges. I think it's consolidating right now. Hopefully, it stays at this level. Hopefully, we did hit bottom and uh, we see a big leg up from here. Uh, just gonna keep watching it though. Mm-hmm. Do you think is is ETH and um, crypto in general is is that still look like it's following the um, the technology stock market tech, Nasdaq, Facebook stuff like that? I I would think so, right? Um, because as you see, like when crypto's up, and then you see technology's up, so it does follow technology. Um, mm-hmm. if, te- if technology takes a hit, you know, crypto's going to take a hit, Tesla's going to take a hit, Microsoft, uh, Nvidia, and so on. Mm-hmm. You think um, people still sitting on the sidelines, still kind of waiting to see what happens? Oh yeah. Um, me, me, myself, man, I, I, I like I like opportunities like this, right? I didn't have 
Um, I think I, I skipped a lot of the bear market, right? I, I, I kind of got rid of some stuff. I'll let the bear market happen summer last year. Mm-hmm. Picked up some things for some, you know, cheap, some cheap assets. I picked up some, uh, some PEs at a good time when the price was low. Uh, the PE floor is going well right now. But oh, yeah. still, like right now, it's like there's some there's some potential coins I think that have the technology that have good teams. Um, nothing changed besides like the hype around it, right? Nothing changed besides a lot of people loving crypto, go, and not a lot of people thinking about it now. Like they still have good teams, they still have good good chains that work. Um, we talked about Gala a little bit last time. They got a, a good infrastructure. Um, shit, I like I like coins like um, Avax. Mm-hmm. I like Matic with Polygon. Right. You know, so there's a lot going on there. Like the technology is there; it's, it's tested, it's tried and true. Um, and and it might be just be a good time to think about. Which I'm looking at right now. I'm not in right now, but I'm looking at the dollar cost average for some of these these things that have tested technologies. Well, as you see, what do you think, Matt? Oh yeah, yeah, go, yeah ahead. go ahead, Matt. Oh, you guys gonna let me jump in? All right. Max, you're too fucking quiet for me, bro. Oh, I'm just quiet. It's not like I'm just sitting over here. I'm looking at, uh, I'm just looking strictly at, at the uh, market uh, for Ethereum right now, right? Mm-hmm. And um, looking at the year over average, right now we are actually retesting a level. Um, it's, it's pretty straight across all the way from the end of summer. End of July or mid to end of July till the middle of September. It was it, it spiked a little bit, but we there it kept testing right about the level we're at right now. And then we had that drop in September. Um, we had a little bit from the it was starting to come back up again towards the end of October, and then the yearly cycle started a week early, and we plummeted right before Thanksgiving. Right in the beginning yeah. of November, yeah. right? And like I said, stays low, crabs, 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 all the way to January. And now we're getting back up to test that level right now that we've consistently been testing since we came into the original bear market. We're in, the high was in the beginning of April, mm-hmm. um, which is weird because usually the high comes around the 20th of April. <laughs> Anyways, well, we had that huge dump. And then so we went all the way back, back down to 900. Right. Yeah. Or right, right under a thousand. Eight seven in June. Lowest, I think. Yep. And so we keep coming down and testing that level, and it's it, the level drop is dropping. So I really think over these next couple of weeks, we're gonna see it either come back up and test, and we could be continuing to just stay at this consolidation point, um, right around sixteen hundred, or we could see it drop down again significantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wonder where. But just yeah. looking at the month calendar, we, we've already hit the peak, and we're on a continuing slow downturn of lower highs and lower lows since for the last, like, eight eight days or so. Okay. So. Okay. I'm a little more interested in seeing where, where a floor would be, like if we're uh, bouncing off of a floor and, and coming back up, right? Yeah. Like you said, uh, when we're down to 870... I wonder if we're going to test that again, or if that's long gone. We left that in the dust. Just time a will decent tell, right? floor is right around twelve hundred to twelve fifty. Um, if if we drop below twelve hundred to twelve fifty, which is mm. like mm-hmm. where the lat between the last two lows have been for mm-hmm. this year since we bounced off of that nine hundred floor, um, we we could be going down further than that. But 
Time will tell, oh, like, like Dip said. Yeah, it's still very early in the year. We're still in January. Cautious, man. If you're going to invest in anything, just, you know, I say just invest in the things that you believe they're going to last long term. As we're seeing with this bear market, look at what's happened with a lot of these projects. They've just disappeared. They've run out of money, right? Or they weren't, be able, they weren't able to fulfill their promises, which we'll get into next, like, which is a big thing, like, you know. I'm very bullish on, you know, Champions Ascension being acquired by Ply Labs. Again, one other yeah. thing, um, none of this podcast is financial advice. This is us <laughs> just bullshitting and telling what we think is going on. So don't take anything what we say as financial advice, please. Oh, yeah, please. Not for me, especially. <laughs> Who knows what I lost this past year? <laughs> so, <okay. laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, no, but but look, like let's talk about CA. I think I just mentioned it too. Was like there was there was a big dip over the summer, man. Like and I like zooming out a little bit yeah. and, and looking at the whole story. Um, but uh, compared to a lot of other projects, especially in the bear market, like how strong the um, the PE floor is, the prime eternals. Oh yeah, and going up right now. That's that that's something to be I think excited about. So yeah, what what are you thinking? What are you thinking, Dirk? Very bullish, man. Um, as you see, you know, I really thought, and, and we don't know yet, right? We, we still got to see until after reveal, then we're going to really know if the floor is going to be sustainable for the primes, right? Because once the elementals reveal, then the, the hype kind of goes away. So um, I think we're doing pretty good right now. Um, right now, the, the, the floor for the primes is almost at 0. 0.7, right? 0. Uh -huh. 0.6 to 0. 0.7. So... Um, some offers are getting it accepted at you know point five, not too many. Let's, let's, let's explain that a little bit. Like when there's when there's one project, but like um, I guess like subsequent drops, right? There's there's the first Genesis drop, and then there's there's the Generation Two drop after it. Like you know, we kind of seen it a little bit with pets, right. or if you've looked at other projects that's done that. Um, tell the folks at home, man. Like, what's the experience when there's like one project and different drops that follow it? What, what does the uh, the assets do? They, Mac, I know you do a lot, a lot of stuff too. Go ahead, Mac. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll let Mac take this one. Well, I mean, it really depends. Um, a lot of the time, when you have stuff, especially when it's unrevealed, you would expect to see the price of the Genesis collection pump. Um, I really don't think that that happened at all so far in Champions Ascension. Mm -hmm. um, normally, you would expect to see it because people who are coming in and doing just the mi most minimal of research research when they're trying to get these little unrevealed items to see what they're going to possibly get will find that genesis collection and see if they can if they're interested in it they'll get that right mm -hmm. um, which drives the floor up a little bit but uh, when you have the after the reveal if if you have a bad reveal or a lot of fud you can actually drive the the overall cost of your or the floor price down on your collection just because you get people coming in and the if they don't have as much volume per se per se as they were expecting like it makes people lose faith in the original project as well so mm -hmm. you really when you bring out when you bring out a second collection you're really putting at risk your first collection as well well yeah you kind of take it right it, it kind of takes like you got a lot of equity pinned up inside of that first drop, right? Like the Genesis drop, I guess you could look at it like that. Like all of the value, the store of value, all of it, of the whole project is kind of put inside of the original drop. And then when you start making new drops, new drops, yeah, you're expanding, but you're also sharing a little bit of that value. 
with, with, with the next drops moving forward. Right. right. It could it could do a couple of different things. And I mean, me as even, you know, um, being in the Web3, like um, the way I go Web3. about it is like, you know, you're, you're a Web3 professional, man. <laughs> what are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, I mean, you know, I just I just go to think like, you know, um, in particular to this mint. Right. Because it was free trying to um participate in the community as much as possible so i could have a uh, a good chance of getting trying to get multiple elementals right um mm-hmm. and then with with an idea of trying to land you know like a 5s or something like that right yeah or if i land multiple good ones then i can possibly maybe sell those on the secondary market and buy a prime with it because at the end of the day prime is tier one right um yeah that's the source to everything so why not try to capitalize on that that's just kind of how like i think but i also like for me i'm i'm personally not a flipper i'm a holder so Mm -hmm. i i just might hold the ones that i want for my elementals and then the rest i you know i'll sell them and try to acquire another prime right now i feel you right now as we're talking i'm looking at the uh the prime eternal floor it's 0.66 eth and i think in terms of the ETH, that's the highest ever with the floor, right? No, mm-hmm. it's been up to like point, point 0.9 almost at one point, I thought, yeah. for a second. Mm-hmm. But it dropped back down to point 0.7 really quick, really quick. Uh, yeah. in the mid-7s range, um, which is, it was like point 0.76 to point 0.74 for a few days. And we're only oh, okay, 10% yeah. below that right yeah. now, really. Which I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. I meant um, even recently, though, like all that was like recent. We've been like highest oh, yeah. recently, the most recent. That's like only within the last month or max month and a half because we've been starting to get eyes on the project and right. people are noticing it because the Elemental Mint was upcoming. Which mm-hmm. We can even take they a actually, look at the um, – like uh, – at how the went uh, mint went as well because uh, I have the site pulled up over here. Um, you know how it had for the mint yeah. groups, right? So for the prime claim and everything, as you guys see over here, only sixty-two percent of the primes claimed them. So that thousand rolled over to, I was gonna say the tier two, but uh, tier one was um, minted at eighty-two percent, and then tier and then tier two is where it got really crazy, right? Like yeah. everybody started minting and the site crashed multiple times. But, you know, the team, I, I think the team did a good thing in giving three hours to mint the tier one. I thought, you know, that fixed a lot of things. And then the tier twos, all of us already know it was over allocated. So, yes. I mean, even getting some, at a, it was going to be a challenge, you know, at some point. Yep. And, and I think... Nice, yeah. What might have happened was um, they it might have been trying to get botted, which crashed the which crashed it. Yeah. But at the same time, they prevented it from being botted. Right. Which made it so people who were actually actively attempting to continue to mint were able to. Right. Correct. So it it, it worked out really well. I know I personally had five tier twos that I got, and I got all mine within the last couple minutes like i there was literally 90 seconds left on the timer when i minted in my fifth wallet and i got 99 i got number 9930 uh so i think it was 9928 right below you too 
Yeah. <laughs> no, you got 9929 is what we, we talked about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were literally clicking buttons at the same time, but we got like some of the last ones. So when yeah. it went to public, there was probably, I'd say no more than 60. Yeah. yeah. 60 left. Wow. Were... Yeah, it was gone. It was gone in one second. Oh, that not that even. thing was not even... Man, it wasn't even a second. It was like a millisecond. Not even dude. a second. Like, I yeah. literally mm-hmm. refreshed the page and crashed, and it was all sold out. Mm-hmm. So... Right. Gone. Yeah. And, and I tried refreshing the page, like, a few seconds before, so it would I would try and load it, but after, right? And it, yeah. it just was white. Well, I so. thought that, you know... Kudos to the team, man. They did a really good job in allocating some of this stuff. Like, um, because personally, you know, I'm a person that, you know, I, I don't believe it until I see it. So I um, was, uh, you know, as you're seeing right yeah, now. There's a lot of different holders, right? A lot yeah. of different holders and a lot of different people in Discord. Right? Yep. Like, yeah. multiple questions being asked every day. Um, people getting excited for these elementals, which as, as prime holders you know, we want, right? Because we got to build this from the ground up. So we just built, we just, you know, built a good core community with the primes. And now we're adding another good core of the community. And I, which I think is going to be one of the biggest is the elementals. Let's, let's talk, let's zoom out again, man. Let's talk about how the elementals fit into the, um, the champions ascension universe or, or the game per se. Like, let's speculate a little bit about that. Um, so what what are folks getting for what it honestly it's a free mint, right? It was a free mint for prime holders. Yep. It was a free mint for people that won the raffles. So this is a free mint. Like what are people getting sure. for the free mint? Like how are they gonna use them in the game? Like what what type of benefits are they gonna bring? Sure. So I got I got some up here. Like I'm on the champions website itself. And um only ten K of these are ever gonna be made. So you gotta think like, you know, um, I would think Champions Ascension, um, his goal is to have at least a million players, right? Mm-hmm. When it's all said oh, and yeah. done. And, and I mean, it could be even more than that, right? But imagine a million player based and you have one of the 10,000 elementals. Right. What percentage of that? Let's, let's bring out the calculator and let's my boy Z. My boy <laughs> point Z. One. Point one. Okay, point one. Z. The DJ. So point <laughs> one, right? Point one percenter. You yep. have point one percent of that whole thing which is going to make it very valuable right um only tier that can have sublime parts and we were talking about that right it goes divine parts are going to be mm-hmm. the most rare part and you know and we're speculating here but could do the most damage per for a part right yeah sublime part There's is right effect. i think their that's a given it's also going to be not only do the most damage, but their effect is going to be the most boosted at divine. Whatever your uh, your part is, death, life, death, or arcane has the most boost to its effect from a divine part as well. Right, exactly. And um, sublime part, you know, because this is a skill based game, so I don't see the sublime part being too much away from the divine maybe two points lower maybe three points lower when it comes to damage that's what i would think i don't know if that's for sure yet um Mm -hmm. but that would make the most sense and then it goes you know divine sublime epic rare and common so so you're getting you're getting the chance for free to have the second most rare part right not not to mention the nft and all that but the part that he has like better than Yes. Right. That's yes. free. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's, man, whoever slept on this, man, I'm including myself. I didn't get as much as I wanted to, but this is, I think for free, that's a hell of a deal. Well, and check this out. Boosted farming and mining. Just put those words, like look at those words. What does that mean to you guys? Farming and mining. Somehow we're going to be able to mine something. Um, this is a blockchain game. So your imagine can go wild with that, right? Uh, maybe there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of utility for these things, right? They're going to be able to mine different resources. They're going to be able to uh, farm different things that no other character can farm. Or if another character can farm, they got a big boost to it. Yep. They'll have, yeah. a, they'll have a, the advantage over base other characters who are at their highest possible level, right? Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what it means. And that's going to be amazing so you could have you could have yourself a min a bunch of minion elementals out there doing your mining and farming for you right and in this game we know it has a burn mechanism right so if you have a tier if you're not an eternal if you're a gladiator or a challenger if you die you're gonna have to pay some essence or maybe some messina coin or maybe some bone bone coin we don't know yet to bring that champion back now with an elemental you don't have to do that your elemental is immortal your elemental cannot die which is a big big addition you know to this it, it really is the next tier from a prime you know mm-hmm. um right right and, what's so what's the main differences between this and the prime well i think uh it has to do with generating messina coin from staking it's like what else are we looking at sure um so the prime eternals of a course, like say, give a million player base, right? It's going to be point zero seven rarity. Right. right. Yeah. That's just under. Be, right. Just. It's going to be a little more, bit more rare. rare. Right. More mm-hmm. rare. Uh, only tier that can have divine parts. Only tier that can produce Messina coin and diamond gear. Right. So the elementals can't do that. The primes can can produce Messina coin, and can produce diamond gear which is going to be very useful because, you know, it was said, you know, and we don't know how things are going to know yet until White Paper 2.0, right? That's going to, might come at the, uh, it's going to come out in increments as the team noted, and we'll get to the whole Play Labs thing as well. But, um, yeah, so the, the Messina coin is supposed to be used to upgrade on your lands or maybe buy stuff, right? Buy land. Um, right. And that's you know the big advantage that you have as being in the prime. And you can and you can stake and, and earn that. And I think right. like and we heard this before. And I swear we have a whole catalog of podcasts where we're we're like we, we, we had we had the, the pleasure and the privilege to introduce all the fucking head honchos devs of this game, right? Mm-hmm. And the the prime eternals are going to be like the source of the economy with uh, producing the Messina coin, even just by staking and producing Messina coin using that Messina coin uh, to buy the land and all that when all that comes out. So so I think they that's have, the greatest advantage, and that's why the Primes kind of, you know, will, will always be the most valuable. They have also confirmed that Primes will be the only ones to generate Messina and Diamond multiple occasions for us. Yep. Even after they've taken down the original white paper, they've still confirmed that. When we had the... I think it was right before the Mint, we had Johnny Casamassina on a... On a one of the spaces and he again just reiterated that primes will always be the prime piece of invest or not prime piece of asset in 
Messina. Yeah. The number one. Prime means number one. And they will always be the number one for Messina. So it's it's a it's a great champion to have. But yeah. the elementals are gonna be no slouches either. Nope. Right? Because nope. you gotta think if even if you have all of that land, what good is it gonna do if you can't farm it? Right. So right. you wanna be even if you only have just one prime and enough to get one piece of land, if you have a couple elementals, I think you'll be in a uh, benefit for playing. Well, check this itself. out. It can They can breed with primes, right? Which gives them a mix of different parts. Um, and they can breed, yep. I suppose, infinitely along with the primes. And those are the only two tiers that can have that. Um, the lower tiers might have like like a breeding cap. But also... Well, they've already said... They, they lower tiers have a, that everyone has a breeding cap of three, right? But we can we will have the primes more, can get a reset. That's we get a reset. Primes can reset. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you're you're speculating that you think elementals will be able to reset too. I'm having that feeling, right? And this I, is just speculation. I agree. I agree because it makes sense to be able to um, spread the wealth of your DNA, right? With a prime, the essence elementals. What do you guys think? Like. I'm, Personally, like I would breed an elemental and a prime, but you got to be very specific in how you do it, right? So, mm-hmm. like, this is, and this is just thinking off off the top of my head. Say if I, you know, I have a 2D, uh, 2P Grondel, I would breed that. I, I would, if I go outside a family, I got to make sure that it's a family that doesn't have wings because we know the Grondel doesn't have wings, right? So if I'm going to, if I'm going to breed a Grondel, I might breed it with the Ilgra, um, yep. you know, That's it. or, mm-hmm. or a Or the other one. Right? Mm-hmm. So, with that in place, we know that divine parts can be passed down. So, we know they would be passed down. They could be passed down a possibility of two epic parts, right? And say, if I have a three sublime um, Ilgra, right? then I know those sublime parts, there's going to have three chances of those three sublime parts being passed on as epic. Mm-hmm. So you, it could be, a, you could get, um, I mean, like say if it's a, de- a, a, a death, and it's a death grondle, right? A death grondle with, I don't know, a death ilgra, or not a death ilgra, maybe a, a fire ilgra or something, right? With the three mm-hmm. sublime, you could get a, a death or a fire essence with freaking four or five epic par- parts possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now we're yeah. thinking about breeding too. There. So I mean, of course we know, but just like to reiterate it, it's there's seventy six twenty two with the prime essences, right? The death, life, mm-hmm. arcane. When they yep. breed with the elementals, those are going to have to be the fire, water, or uh, it could, it uh, could, it, it, they could pass down as death, arcane, or life too. They just won't be as, yep. they, they're not going to be as pure as the prime eternals, right? Uh, yeah, that's, it yeah. depends on, so if you're, if you're, if you're breeding, uh, elemental with, uh, prime, you, your offspring could be either one of those houses, right? Mm-hmm. As well as every single one of their parts. So Say, like you're saying, you have uh, a 2D prime with divine fangs, divine claws. And then you breed it with a three sublime elemental 
that has um, the tail, the wings, and the war paint are, are sublime. Dips right, you, you're going to have the possibility of passing down the epic five epic parts to it. Mm-hmm. But you, whatever the opposing family's ranking is, like you also have the uh, opportunity to possibly come out that low as well. So if you're breeding well, so... with common, you could still come out with the a very uh, low uh, possibility uh, of no. a common, but it's still possible. Like, so you got to be really careful with what you're doing. You could pop out uh, five epic, or you could pop out a five common. Yeah, with that same and, and those... oh, let, let me get clear. We'll go ahead. Uh, Oh, Lois asked a question. Say, what happens when you breed two P five? You got to understand, like, uh, purity fives aren't gonna have a like a lot of rare parts. I know the period. Some a lot of purity fives have a lot of common parts. You're gonna get a high mm-hmm. purity. You could get a five. You could get a four. But you're not going to get those epic parts, which I think is going to be detrimental when it comes to battle. Well, I mean, we, we've yet to see. We've seen some purity in the arena. What it does, right? You know, so, you know, some people think it's better than others, but they can still, you know, pull the levers or push the levers and make purity stronger or not, not as strong. But we yet to see what purity looks like in a PVE or even farming and mining with the elementals too. Maybe it has a better effect for that. Well, so, well they've already said. Or, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. If it's, they've said that, um, the big. Thing for PVE with elementals is that they're going to have the uh, area of effect damage with their mm. attacks. And I believe they even hinted that that area of effect damage would be increased or the effect increased by purity. Yeah. So, could be, and the bar could be filled faster and you can pass epic parts. Like It, it could even be, man, like a th- I would breed two, three Ps. Because you know that three Ps, there's a lot of them that have good epic and rare parts. Because yep, you're going to have a chance much. to pass down that, that epic or rare part down to the next. So, I mean, it, yeah. there's just so many ways that you can go. And now we're getting into breeding, right? So, let's kind of yeah, like veer yeah. back into what well, the elements well, One more question does. on breeding. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. more question on breeding. Like, just so that I'm clear. So, you're breeding a prime eternal with an elemental. Mm-hmm. And... Let's say it's a death and a fire. Fuck it, right? Mm-hmm. You're saying it can come out with a death. The the offspring can come out with a death essence still. Yes, and but yes. it can come out with fire parts. Well, if it comes out of death essence, that doesn't like it doesn't make it a prime eternal then. It's, no, with that no, no, it'll, not at all. Just, it'll yeah. be a challenger. Yep, be a challenger right here. Challenger. All okay. all breeding will always come out as a challenger. Right, always. Right. And the, the think, reason that oh, then, the elementals okay. and primes can breed is because they're both eternals. Yep. Do you think there will be? Do you think this is the end of the essences? Like then there's we're left with just seven total, and or will they make more essences with with more drops? I don't think so. I, I think the seven dragons? is the seven is the solid because I mean you can just breed and breed and breed and you can I mean you got ten k elementals you can breed with now, right? Um, and if they can all breed three times, that's 30,000, almost 40,000. You can add to the supply right away, not even including the primes. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, I wonder... but then when you th- think about when we – just to touch on breeding one more time, when you do start breeding, there's seven essences and 12 families, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to fine-tune each one of those possible seven essences for all of the five different aspects of a fighter that they have. So, 
Yeah. Like per house. So per like that's eighty four different options per part. So you're talking like what is that? Times five parts, four hundred and twenty different moving components and options. Yeah. yeah. And now we're geeking out. Champion. And now we're geeking. Champion. Yeah, we're geeking out we're on this, but um... deep into it. All right, no, just one, one more question. Let's not get get into the weeds, but uh, is there a way? Like, how would you distinguish? Like, you're in, you're in, you're playing PVE or whatever, and you have a prime eternal with zero divinities. How do you distinguish that from anything else? Like, is there a way to do it in the game itself? What do y'all think? You need to have halos, right? That's what's gonna distinguish a lot of primes. Primes are gonna be the only one that have halos. Uh, they're going to mm-hmm. so far be the only ones that have the FOT, as far as we know. Um, mm-hmm. And then, um, okay. other than that, you just... Kick more ass, keep this, then it's, its damage will probably be stronger. It could be, but like it that. even says here, top tier in PvE combat. What does that mean, right? Uh, player versus everyone. So, they're going to be top tier in that, too. And they're going to be able to earn... Mm-hmm. You see this? Earn more essence in battle. So... You might want to get a couple of these things because we well, know that... that Essence is a big utility in Messina and that can possibly be swapped. And if it was not talked about back back then, right? I don't know if it's the same now because things are changing, but you would be able to swap Essence into Fiat and then, you know, like that. Or you can swap Essence into other coins. Mm-hmm. Um... Doesn't that also say that, uh, yeah, Prime Eternals, though, earn the most Essence. So the Elementals are going to earn more than all of the tiers below it, but the Primes will still earn the most yes, Essence. Yes, yes, exactly. They're going to earn, see, so they're going to earn more Essence in PvE battles, I believe. Ah. Uh, so that's okay. where it comes in. Yeah, like the PvE battles, that's going to yep. be the thing for the Elementals. Ours is going to be like the Arena. Right. Well, yeah, and you got yeah. to think about it. If the the primes have the Fury Titans, which are geared towards one champion, but if the the elementals have um, the area of effect damage, like you, that's gonna be a lot of strategy when you go into three v three combat, right? Like, do you oh, want to yeah. go in with a couple elementals and one prime so you can have a lot of area of effect damage, or do you mm. want to go in with three primes and try and target one person and take that one person out first, like? I, you know, if if it ever came to that, it's kind of like playing. Um, I don't know if you guys ever play Overwatch, right? I played Overwatch a lot. Like you have the tanks towards the front, so maybe you just have a line of Karks, Grondles, and Ilgras at the front, right? Just being those freaking tank guys that could take a lot of damage, give a lot of damage, and then you can have the elementals, right? Like you can have a bunch with of fire AOSs or a bunch of Zadari. Yeah, right, right, with the range. Mm-hmm. Damn. A lot of different ways you could play that, right? And and it's gonna be it's going to be fun. Um but the next thing, right, Dad, we're we going to the, the whole play labs, right? Let's Yeah. Yeah. Well I think we said we, we we said a little like like the the last thing with the elementals, um where do you think like it'll compare <laughs> let's say for instance, let's let's use the most extreme example. Like a uh, a five sublime elemental compared to a, a PE, call it like a two divinity PE mm-hmm. or a three divinity PE. I guess it depends where, but overall or or in the arena, how do you think those two will stack up against each other, or even a one divinity? 
it's going to be a very skill-based game, I believe, right? Of course, the Prime is going to probably have an advantage in the arena battle 1v1, right? Because they're just, you know, the divine part is stronger. They're they're top tier. They're top tier for a reason. Um, but a very skilled player with an elemental can be the prime eternal. Yeah. They've already said, the team has already said they want a non-prime to be able to beat the Fenrir. Mm-hmm. The one 5D that's in the game, right? They want that to be able to be beaten by someone who's... Or the possibility, at least, of it to be beaten, beaten by someone mm-hmm. who does not have a prime, which means not even an elemental. So, if yeah. they have that level of skill in the game, uh, to where you you have a discrepancy between that much going on and still be able to be competitive, then I think that any of these elementals will still be able to have a good chance in the arena, one v one. The big problem is going to be the Fury of Titans when you're in an elemental going up against a prime because you will have the, your area of effect special attack, which will probably be... It's not focused on just that one person, so you're not going to do as much concentrated damage compared to a prime having a 1v1-focused special attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I guess, like... In terms of so, like even even with this, right? This was a free drop. Where, where do we see where do we see the uh, the floor right now before the reveal? We might as well we might as well um, you know mark it. Like even today, January twenty eighth, the floor before the reveal with the elementals. Mm-hmm. Where's it at? Where, uh, where are we at? Let's see, at? Let's see if we can uh, pull right it up now. Here floor quick. for floor for uh, the elementals is point oh six two, which it's fluctuated between point oh. Five eight and point oh six three for the last day or so, and then of course you have people that are getting outlier bids and getting them for you know like point four or point three, like some people that I've heard are saying. <laughs> right? I'll buy for that price. So where's that? So that where's that put in the fiat right now? What is it? Eighty dollars? About a hundred bucks? No, about a hundred dollars after gas. That's the only thing that I would say is that it's not they're. Their contract with OpenSea is not cost effective at all. It cost me like ten to twelve dollars when Gwei was only at like thirty to to buy off OpenSea. So, really? Oh man, yeah. that sucks. It's it's expensive. Like the the gas to buy these off OpenSea is is pretty expensive. It's kind of the gas will up. stay the same. Like even if the elementals rise in price, the gas will still be that that same price though. So it's not yeah. like it's it's a big percentage Correct. because. No, it's a hundred dollars, yeah. but even if it were yeah. ten thousand dollars, it'll still be. And and I yeah, think no. Sunday we're probably going to see the biggest price jump, right? Because before reveal, um, and you know the hype's going to be there, um, and yeah. people are going to be ready. Once these things reveal, man, people are going to be ready to snipe. There's going to be a lot of good ones here, right? Um, there, and anyone, that's why I brought that up. Yeah, and, and anyone that did miss out on the mint, you know, make sure. Monday, 12 p.m. Pacific time, you're on this open sea site and you have the one you want, have your filter set and try to get a good price for it, right? Because there's going to be yeah. a lot of people that don't know what they have. Yeah, yep. yeah. They'll just, they'll just sell them or they'll have mm-hmm. them listed. And it's very um, impressive here too. 4% look at this, 4% listed. As long as we stay under 10, we're good, man. 
Um, and as you see over here, it, it, that's what, 357 listed right now? So out of 10,000. Yeah. Right. People want it. Well, people want to at least see what they get, right? Right. Yeah. And so um, that's that's not bad for for a free mint, right? I think we're talking about yeah. like what what the price might be, where it might be before reveal, after reveal. Mm -hmm. I, th I think about around one hundred dollars, man. That's like you can't beat that. You can't. Beat but that. even at even at a one hundred dollars, like a project like this, that is this far in the game development, you know, you already can play in the arena. Uh, you can use the elemental NFT Inside to you know. The actual NFT inside the game to interact, walk around, play around, get a feel for the movement, right. show off the NFT. Like, even for sure, for a free mint, come on now, that's ridiculous. Like, but even at a $100 that, and, 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 and the potential to earn money as the game keeps progressing, like, that's, that's, that's a no-brainer to be. And I mean, I look think, at uh, the quality you're getting, right? The quality of it. Your avatar is going to be in the game. I mean, cosmetically, the, the, the elementals look way better than the primes. <laughs> like, they didn't call oh, it the man. Uh, what was it? The vac, the visually op awesome champion machine yeah. that they made. For just yeah. they literally pro that Ice Toad and them programmed to be able to create these amazing ass already rendered stuff. Yeah, all of these assets like. They look and super I'm so good, excited, man. so excited mm -hmm. to see what these elementals look like, dude. Man, yeah. exactly. Oh, they're they are dope. Like so, We're, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a water gatekeeper. I don't care what. It, I don't care if it costs me two hundred dollars. I'm gonna get one. <laughs> Good transition, man. That's, that's my next, my next speculation. I, I, I like, I like, I like seeing where you guys uh, land on the speculation. So, um, what do you think the range will be, right? And I, I need some real answers. What do you think the range will be when it comes to after reveal? We see like some of the higher sublimes, um. Do you think they'll I approach think... some of the PE prices for the high divinities? Do you think it's going to be under zero divinity? Like, okay, here's an example. Do you think a three sublime will be cheaper than a zero DPE? Of course. Elaborate. Like, what do you think? Of course. Do you think of, like, course? of course. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, I mean, right. the only one that would probably reach the prices of a PE would be a 5S. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah, I think a okay. 5S has the potential to be more than a floor prime. Yeah. Right, because okay. there's only there's it there's only the potential to be possibly two or three statistically. I mean, if they're actually using a true random number generator and haven't created already, every single one could be a five sublime. Yeah. But statistically speaking, out of ten thousand, we'd be lucky if there's two or three. Yeah. If they use the so, same kind of form, right? The same type of formula. I think we asked that in one of our episodes. Like, and yeah, they are they they use the same yeah. type of formula they did with the primes. So. Yeah. They might get one or two, right? Might get none. Yeah. Might get none. I don't yeah. think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna let that. Happen. As a matter of fact, they aren't going to let that happen because I've already seen a five S. I did too with a five S. Well, so. there's a there's a picture of the Sodari that is a five S. Yep. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's fresh. So there is. I don't. And I. But that could just be something that the VAC popped out, right? Yeah, right. It, it, that might not be one in there, and. Um, what That's does we the were sublime parts look like? So Divinity parts, not, they glow and all that. The sublime parts, what do they yep. do? Okay. They just glow. They, they glow. Okay. That's it. So it'll probably look be similar to uh, Divines where they look, they're either the epic part or they look extremely similar to the epic part, but glow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. And another exciting thing, right? Um, we'll go over here. So 
Jam City doesn't own Champions Ascension anymore, right? Yeah, something big happened. That's uh, I think that's above Probably my pay nothing. grade, man. It looks like a new partnership. Um, like they broke off from a one parent company. I don't know. I don't even know all the details. So, but you have the same team, you have the same leadership for the same people in the project that are making it happen are still there. They just have new partnerships that are more of uh, I think native Web three. Um, but go ahead. Yeah, what are you thinking? I mean, I think it's the best move for them, right? Because Jam City, first of all. Based out of California, we have some of the strictest laws, right? And I think that was going to be a big thing for them to overcome when it came to tokenomics. Um, just because, yeah. I mean, when Jam City was registered as a company, you know, it was probably under different circumstances and they weren't in the crypto market. So it was probably very legally challenging for them. Um, so it made more, it made sense to just, you know, get, you know have another company acquire it. And they could take it way more far, which, like you said, Crystal Wolf, Aver Whitcomb, the team, I believe, of 50-plus, you know, and then the execs, like uh, Johnny, Ice Toad, and them are all coming over, which is good. That means we have our same team, um, $32 million from 16AZ. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's just one of those things... Space. Ooh. Yeah, everybody in the space knows what they're talking about. When Dip just said that, Ooh. look at these guys. Look at A16Z's portfolio. The this partnership is... and the play lab. So, so first of all, Champions Ascension broke off from Jam City, created uh, a new entity called Play Labs, and they partnered with A16Z with that investment. Well, so yep. essentially, what happened was they that Crystal from Aver Whipcomb um, stepped down as their from their respective positions at Jam City. And made a new company called Play Labs. Mm -hmm. uh, that they were able to acquire the rights to continue developing Champions Ascension from. However, they did that, um, and as well as have the entire staff come over that was currently working on it to continue working on it into their new business, Play Labs, that went and then got funding from A16Z. Yep. So. And A16Z looks like smart money. What's uh? I don't, I know Dip has it up right now, but uh, they yeah. they have Open a nice speed, portfolio. Oh yeah, live. Um, they've they've got they've got so many things, yeah. so many things that they've either were a, a a purchaser of and sold out, which obviously they made profit. Yep. Or it's they're currently invested in right now, and their their portfolio it spans so many different things. Um, a lot of them all have to do with technology, though. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest ones that touches almost everybody's wallet at some point in time that they have is Plaid, P-L-A-I-D, yep. Plaid. bank processing stuff. So, like, if you've ever yeah. logged into anything with your bank or had, to, like, most places will at some point have Plaid or already yeah. do. Yep. And that's a, oh, one okay. of their current things in A16Z's portfolio. So right, it's just infrastructure. Anderson Horowitz right. company that its name is like they they're are everywhere. A big time player. If they have, big time. They're player. big time. So to 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 have this, to have them on board, and give Ply Labs thirty two million dollars to develop champions, right? And a lot of us listen to the AMA guys, um, which even made me more bullish, right? It's it's play. It's play for a reason. Play AI for a reason. These guys are going to literally concentrate in AI. And 
I have speculation on what I think from what they were saying that you could do, right? Like, so imagine, yeah. and it will just go to the founding team, who the guys are, right? So imagine a regular guy like me, Z, or Dav have <laughs> land, and we can build our own dungeons. I don't know if they're going to be under the land, which makes sense, right? But what if you could create a dungeon, and it could be just as good as a dev making it, but with AI, right? Man, we, we talk about dungeons a lot, man. I'm more yeah. of a castle type. I'm King Dad for a reason. <laughs> like, well, big-ass kingdoms and castles, right, with the assistance of AI to help, right? And that could uh, happen, right? And, and yeah. this is the idea with it. This could be with lore. This could be with campaigns. This could be with dungeons. This could even be with different type of modes. Imagine playing in an open world metaverse where there is never ending dungeons, never ending campaigns. Even when you play, you know, Skyrim, even though when you play um, a lot of the other games, I think the, the one that opened up this year that everybody was into was... Um, it just came out and everybody was into it. Uh, Z, give me, give me an idea of what it was. Um, those animals, those little. No, uh, no, no. It was a lot like. Um, wait, a game. And, yeah. Um, uh, man, it came out. I, I see a lot of people playing, but like for instance, Skyrim, right? You, you're gonna play that game long enough, and you're gonna run through oh, big everything. Time? No, no. That <laughs> okay. Big time. Never mind. Another thing. No, that's a crypto project, but um. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the idea is like you play the game so long, right? And you, you end up doing the same stuff over and over again. Imagine yeah. you're playing in an open metaverse world that every time you're playing something different. Like literally a theme park of different rides. Yeah. And each ride is always going to be different because each person in their own right is creativity, you know, creativity different. With the help of AI, imagine how yeah. much content that will bring to this game, and when and the reason why Fortnite, the reason why Call of Duty 2.0 do so well, they're constantly making in-game content. And that's the devs. What you're box. saying is the players right. can uh, kind of customize and make their own like in-game games or in-game worlds of games or yeah things that, like that, that that's yes. just kind of like what i got from the ama right because they were saying that and they're even right orion was even saying something about lore right they were or, talking they were talking about all about ai every single one of them yep we're talking about interacting with ai because i when i asked the question like give each of you give me a 30 second spiel of what you're most excited about almost every single one of the devs specifically mentioned ai so the fact that they're leading that heavily into AI, um, and and none of it sounded scripted, right? Like it all sounded genuine. Like they're all excited to start opening up this Pandora's box of the poss of possibilities and what it could bring for not only for them as developers, for but for players mm -hmm. to develop themselves as well. And right. on top of that, it goes back to an old AMA. Or maybe it was one of our podcasts. We talked to one of the developers, and they talked about having um, infinite uh, dungeons in Hella. 
and they already specifically yeah. were talking about allowing players to be able to build their own dungeons. This was months and months ago. So if they had that idea before they became Play Labs, now that they've they can germinate that idea with AI, the possibilities are are endless endless for us as players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I personally think that that is going to be the next gaming meta because that is what a lot of the high attention true gaming companies that I've seen are starting to build. Um, another another A16Z project called Azure Games is doing a similar thing. Mm-hmm. Another project that I'm in, Universe, is doing the same thing where they they want user-generated content to be the big draw for their projects because yeah. that is where a lot of people spend a lot of time. A lot right. of time building. Mm-hmm. Yep. Look, right. at, look at Roblox and Minecraft. Oh, and yeah. For, for my kids, like, other than my son plays Fortnite and my daughter likes to play Minecraft and Roblox and that kind of stuff. Right? Like, they, it's, my son still likes to play Minecraft too. They like, and I don't, I, I personally am not one of those builders. I like enjoying other people's creations. But, like, I don't, I don't get why they play hours and hours and hours, but they're literally just building and destroying and building and destroying and rebuilding mm-hmm. and destroying. So, yeah, yeah. That's give like, someone uh, AI to do that with? Woo. It is like, almost like a new generation, like, fascination is building. Even, Dip, you brought up the, um, now, now I'm forgetting the name, but that shooting game where you build and oh, Fortnite. You build the tower. Yeah, 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 Fortnite. Fortnite. A lot of building aspect in that, too, Yeah, right? And, so, and even from the Mount Leggett, Crystal Wolf in this article is a massively multiplayer online role-playing game where players can port in their existable non-fungible tokens, NFT characters, go on quest, trade items, fight in the Coliseum, build their own custom dungeons, and more. Yep. That's so it's AI. coming, boys. It's, it's coming. coming. Yeah, AI's coming, man. And we even see it right now, right? You could pay one ticket in the Slice of Messina and you can have an AI art picture made from selecting different categories. This is where it gets interesting, right? Because what if you had a dungeon builder software or whatever? I don't know what it's going to be, right? Um, And it just has categories you select from. So for instance, what if I wanted to have one of the top 10 hardest dungeons ever made because the AI is going to have that in the system and I want it to be themed like the walking dead and have zombies come around and you just feel a little certain stuff and then boom ai makes the game for you it could be that simple yeah yeah and then when it comes to the um the a16z type investments and and other games that they might be into do you think that helps open this up to other projects like when they say bring in your own nft in you think they're talking about just like champions and elementals or they're talking about other nft projects that they can probably bring into these two that would be the true metaverse i mean that that would be the optimal idea and especially with uh what other companies are doing with building games like the the if they have the ability to bring in other games assets to this world as well or or even just have messina as one world in their multiverse that play Mm -hmm. labs is creating and other entities be able to go to other worlds 
and vice versa interoperate in yep. between worlds like that's that's always a possibility and that would be the true gamer's paradise at that point in time yeah, yeah. read that part dip yep and build in yeah yeah AI look at that ply the post continues is also building an ai platform a protocol platform one that aims to help users generate their own content and assets with the help of generating art yeah. protocols that outfit says it's been it has been developing again they're going to have user more generated. Of those details exactly user yep. generated and even yep. and you know what's going to be the biggest thing Messina coin is i have a feeling right i i'm just speculating Messina coin is going to be the source to all of this you want to build your own game guess what it's going to cost Messina coin it's going to cost Messina coin to upgrade your land and then this ai cannot just only build games but what if you wanted a casino on top of your land what if you wanted um you know different a bar right a hangout place something like mm. that um for instance let's let, let's take this for an example epic games has an unreal engine 5 right and it's real easy to go on there and they they literally give you tutorials on how to build on unreal engine 5 now when you go in there it's basically a mode where like say if you want to put a tree down you put in the search bar tree and it has thousands of different trees already made in the unreal engine 5 um software right and you can pick any tree you want you can put a chair there's thousands and thousands of different chairs thousands of different windows buildings walls anything you can think of so my idea would be the ai would have all this knowledge built within it and based off the categories you put in it it would build what you want which i think yeah. if they could do it that would be that would be awesome man that, when it comes then, to go ahead I say do that and then give it the ability to be able to uh, come back in and tweak it to however you want based on the minutest details. And you could have infinite oh, yeah. possibilities. Yeah, definitely. What I was going to say, when it comes to like AI learning, like kind of what gets people, and I guess this can be the scary part of AI, but what gets people more drawn into the game, what the levels, what the gameplay might look like in AI learning and then creating more of that, that draws more people in or, or, or you know, kind of captures more attention. Um, I think this is the, the only, like, um, game or platform that's really talking about this, like, using these things and, and staying along with it. At least, at least kind of open up that Pandora's, Pandora's box on that. So I think a lot of potential. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. When it comes to that... Um... You know. They're giving us the potential to be the gods of our own worlds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. And that's perfectly said, right? Like, that's what the yeah. metaverse is supposed to be really about, man, when you think about it at the end of the day. We're world build. It makes average people world builders. Yeah. That's what I liked about the game. Right? Like, I would like the land part and building on it. So, like, going back to what you said, Dip, is to even build some of this stuff, you think, or it makes sense that you would have to own the land to be one of the people that are building. And to own the land, I can I think going back to what makes the Prime Eternals more valuable, or the most valuable, is that's the source to get the Messina that gets the land. So right. the builders uh, will be the people that are, are, are getting the Messina. Not necessarily. People can earn, people can earn Messina. Right. That's you can earn Messina. 
Yeah. But will it, will that be okay? So I guess I got a couple questions there. The first one is, do you think you'll have to have the land in order to build? I think that makes logical sense. Like, what do you think? I like, do you have to be a, a landholder in order to, to be someone that builds? You would have to either that or you're going to have to, like what Dip said, pay in Messina or possibly uh, you'll have to pay in some way, shape, or form, right? And hopefully that is going to be um, ported through Prime Eternals in some way, shape, or form. But there's no guarantee to anything yet, man. Yeah. Um, uh, exactly. But, I don't see not. them giving away land for free. I do not see them giving away the opportunity to just create your own dungeon that would uh, draw the interest of people away from um, creators who have invested Messina or mm -hmm. Essence or whatever token mm -hmm. they're going to make you use for creating these dungeons. Um, I don't see them giving that away for free. No, right. and and another thing, guys, because a lot of people I've seen in the Discord have been asking, what's this number one by? Um, looks like the water right now. Like, don't trust the open sea rarity because not everything is revealed yet. Just the essence, and you see, um, water is you know they do ha just by a. I mean, not even a There's lot, a couple. right? Just a couple yeah. guys. So I I say don't worry about this because the essences are revealed. Right, so like the blue water, and then we have the air here. We have the fire, um, and then Earth is this one, which I think Earth looks a little weird because it's pink, but um, that's Earth. So, just kind of whatever essence you have your heart on, if you want to take a gamble, you know, right go out here and buy off the floor, man. You know, you got forty-seven yeah. hours. You got forty-seven hours till reveal, guys. Yeah, the clock yeah. is ticking down. And it's going to get more expensive the day before reveal. That's just how it is here in the crypto space and the Web3 space, you know. Um, just be ready for it. But going back to Dav's original, one of his questions earlier was like, mm -hmm. after reveal, though, I have a feeling that the zero zero elementals are going to be cheap. I yeah. Think probably, the I zero think... zeros are probably going to go down to under 50 bucks yeah yeah and, and you know what man i think i think it will be a good entry point for a lot of people so for those of you yep. who unfortunately didn't get to mint the tier ones the tier zeros or the tier twos because we know public went in less like than a millisecond this is your chance now man like um i think today the, the floor has been rising but if you want to get it at the lowest cost i would do it today because tomorrow you know the floor might go up a little bit more because of anticipation of the reveal. Um, that's what happened yeah. with the Prime Eternals before their reveal, yep. right? They pumped up to, I think it was like 0.5, dude. And people were buying eggs for 0.5. Um, yep. More also, than that, man. Yeah. It got I bought, a, six, I bought yeah. one at like 0.57 or something like that. So, mm -hmm. And it, they went higher after that. They got a, to uh, probably about where floor is right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. And another yep, big that's... thing is, right, uh, there, um, some of the elemental eternal holders will receive a hungering chest. The origins of the hungering chest are still debated among scholars. Some theorize they are a creation of the Titan of Blood himself. These chests can provide great rewards to their keepers as long as their first their thirst for blood is satisfied. So you might have to um, feed these hungry chests but they give you something in return and 10 per, uh, each elemental, which I saw uh, Captain Chris post each elemental 
has a 10% chance of getting this Hungary chest. Oh, shit. Yes. So, so that'll take get, put them at about 1,000 then. Yeah. That will, yep. Nice. They said that the snapshot's going to be sometime in March. So yep. pretty much Okay. if you want to move any of that, for those of you that had multiple wallets, yep. have, you have some time, so just wait till gas is as cheap as you want to pay. Move it at your convenience because it doesn't matter which wallet it's in. has the same 10% chance no matter where it's at. Exactly. Oh, buy it. Per NFT. Per NFT. Yep. yep. Dope. Nice. Okay. Well, that's and, a little switch up from, from what they've usually done, but that's cool. Yeah. And but it's also, raffle anyway. Yeah. Um, let me see. There is a contest going out. I'm going to post it for you guys too because this contest, they're actually giving away um, an elemental... Hold on real quick. I need to hop in there, man. I don't have enough. This one's going to be... You're talking about the TikTok scavenger hunt dip? Yes. Yes, I do have it up. I'm going to bring it up. Elemental. There yeah, so they're going to be running a... Tic, it sounds like they're going to be taking over um, this Peach NFT page from her. Um, and she's... It seems... I, I just kind of looked a little bit into it. It seems like she does mostly all of her stuff about... Web3 and gaming and crypto space. So, yep. Uh, she okay. definitely, if that's the case, she's already built an audience that would, would be interested in this. So, hopefully, majority of them stay. But um, it'll be the TikTok scavenger hunt will be an opportunity for people to kind of um, prove what they know about Champions Ascension, it sounds like. So, that's how the hell do you play? It's an opportunity for everyone to catch up on the lore, mm-hmm. um, read all the battle guides, your breeding guides, everything that you have that's Champions Ascension, catch up on it, and then follow the TikTok. And supposedly they're going to be giving out a bunch of different hints or clues. And once the last one is given out, the first person to DM that TikTok with all of the correct clues is going to win an elemental. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, so but. and I know a lot of people have their reservations about TikTok. I do too. Um, but if you want an elemental, this is the uh, the steps that you have to do to get one. Or you know, you can go on the on OpenSea and get one. But this one, I mean, absolutely free. If you guys can yeah. get a free one, just you know, get a free one, right? Because mm. floor is sitting at a hundred bucks. It costs four right. or five bucks to mint an elemental. So you basically right. made like a ninety ninety five dollar profit on spending five dollars. Well, they're right. taking ten percent, so you're losing twelve and a half. But yeah, you, if you sold if you sold it right now, you're still making eighty three dollars. Uh, so you're making eighty bucks almost in profit at a five dollar bet, right? Off, no, no, yeah, on a five dollar bet, you're making almost eighty dollars if you sold floor right now. Mm-hmm. So, decent, but not a bad deal. Talking about free elementals, we have to talk about. The end of season three lore. Um, I know yep. you guys weren't really following around along as much, but I was. I was engaging the hell out of that. That it was a ton of fun. I really enjoyed the the entire story um, that they did on Twitter and had people interact. It was kind of like a choose your own adventure mm-hmm. um, that came to an end right before, right as elementals were minting, and uh, they had the tw- top twenty people. Um, that were randomly chosen, and they had a one of one that the community chose given away as a free elemental, and uh, that ended up going to uh, Tiburon de Bocoron, the man we know as LT, 
So congrats, <laughs> LT. LT, congrats. He's yeah, he's always right. in there. Good job, LT. Always and winning. And then they also gave away the um, other, not a champion, but a NFT. I don't know if it's going to be an actual beetle or if it's just going to be a picture. But they said they're giving away Feeble, who was pretty much the co-star of season three's lore. Yep. So without the mask, right? And that that or yep. No, with the armor, no, right? No, with 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 a full paladin armor. Yep. A beetle without the skull mask, but with a full paladin armor. And, and the that sword. went to uh, the the none other than bullion or uh, my new crypto account, whichever he wants to go by. <laughs> so congrats to bullion as well. Um, and to either of you two, I got offers on the table. Whenever you're willing to accept them, just let me know. <laughs> send the weath, Mac. Send, the send it. He says, "Send the weath offer, bro." Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> send it, guys. Drain my wallet, bro. Drain it. Uh huh. Right. Oh, Shoot. I, I think we covered a lot, man. Yeah, we did. And you know, guys, there's there's so much more that's gone on, guys. But uh, those are some of the the most important. Like I said, uh, we were talking about. I think the the biggest thing is uh, play labs. You know. Um, and even Crystal Wolf and, um, and one of the spaces said they have PhD AI experts working with them. So that gets, gets me really bullish on that, man. I'm, I'm really excited to see what they do, how they implement it. Um, and I just think it's going to be so much fun for everybody. Right. That and the opportunities that it opens up because of all the different networking that having A16Z mm-hmm. yes. provides. Yes. Yeah. Um, they've already they already used the mint structure that Azure used, and the, the mint went fairly swimmingly. Right. It was a it was a fun mint, um, and everybody. I think everyone that was active in the community was happy with the results of what they received. Um, yeah. But, you know. Yeah. The, the, the possibilities for them to be utilizing other successful. Um, ideas from all of these other technological and Web3 and crypto and gaming companies that A16Z is involved with mm-hmm. is going to just highlight and improve what we're already they're already doing at Play Labs. Yep. And right. anything that they may have been struggling in before, sounds like they're going to be having uh, good guidance and um, proper proper positioning yep. for the marketplace. Yeah. So. So partnerships are important, man. It's not even just the investment, but the experience and and the talent. You know, the uh, advising that partnership brings. And and we didn't so, even yeah. bring up Polygon. They're going to be on the. Polygon I was thinking chain. that. Oh, yeah. How did we forget about yeah, that? God. Now I was going to bring it up. Trust me. But <laughs> yes, bro, Polygon's a big deal. ETH Layer Two. Everything's kind of virtually, from what I understand, is is virtually free in terms of gas and like if you're the, the in, on on the layer two mm-hmm. polygon in game assets like switching and trading and all that. Um, it's a, a seamless experience where where no gas has to be used. Yeah. So that's that that's a big advantage. Big advantage, man. Well, here's the only thing that oh is a lot of games are moving over to polygon, and um, which they're doing it because gas is so cheap, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to think. Um, it's it's gonna have a ceiling. Um, there was there was another there's another project I'm involved with that's a game, and they put out a video on Twitter <clears throat> about 
uh, Fractal and Polygon joining forces, and they had 30 different games in this trailer, right? Champions yeah. Ascension was in this trailer. I don't think I haven't seen anything from Champions Ascension about this, but I also don't follow the Champions Ascension Twitter religiously, and they tweet out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but why don't you share uh, it, man? Why, how come we can't run it on the YouTube? I don't. Sorry, right. next have next week. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm slacking. I'm a See bad, how it is. I'm a bad, no. I'm a bad co-host. A You're a bad host, right. man. You're a bad producer. <laughs> um, go ahead, go ahead. But anyways, so like these are already like so obviously these are thirty of their biggest named games, right? If they're yeah. all these games are gonna attempt to have millions of players running on the polygon network performing multiple minor transactions and microtransactions at the level that places or games like Call of Duty or you know, Clash of Clans, Candy Crush, uh, Angry Birds back in the day, like all of these games like they try to have thousands to tens of thousands of transactions per second that go on. And when you have microtransactions like that that are ongoing, that's going to drive the cost of gas up, no matter what yep. the, the blockchain is on. So... Yep. Mm, but I think Polygon is the best for that, though. Like, yeah. from, from what I... Cause Polygon's uh, coin is, is Matic, and I did a lot of research looking at Matic, because I was, I was buying it. Matic's but, uh... Yes, I think uh, even moving forward, man, not financial advice, but look, look into Polygon, look into Matic, especially with games like this that are kind of, you know, they're all joining in one place. Uh, you know, a, a clear winner will emerge, or at least a handful of them. Yeah. And it looks like Polygon is uh, kind of in the lead with, with some of that. Very promising. That or it's going to get proven and broke real quick, real soon. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, Devil's advocate yeah, to what throwing... they're talking about. All the ups, there is a potential downside, right? That's because true. something it could get stress tested and fail the stress test, and then you could have another Luna. So, but I think they, you know, Polygon's a lot more smarter than that, and I think they've been testing it out because yeah. if I'm a chain, that's one of the biggest things. If we acquire a shitload of games that are doing a lot of traffic, right? How yeah. cost effective is that going to be for our chain? Right. Well, so. I can tell you, right now I play a game called Sunflower Land that's been on Polygon the whole time, mm-hmm. and it was going from like a penny to two pennies for gas, and now it's like ten to twelve cents for gas every time I try to resync my game onto the Polygon. Hey, chain. bro! I wish I played twelve cents in gas. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying though, like it's already gone up, like in the span of literally like a month, a month and a half, it's gone up five to six times. Yeah, already. I mean, you'll just so. have, we'll just have to see with that, right? Um, but yep. the biggest thing is, you know, for me is this whole time that the team was developing and everything, making that pre-alpha, making the stuff. Um, that money was coming from Jam City. Now we have a fresh thirty-two million dollars to continue production very bullish on that man because you know with Mm -hmm. a lot of projects they run out of money in a year or two man you know we just got fresh money and you know we have been building i know the guys in champions ascension when you know this was back last year way back right they've been building even before december of 2021 i believe right yeah, so, it had to be right. Yeah, it had been about a year, almost a year and a half of development. But 
Jam City was paying for that. Now we have a fresh $32 million to finish the journey. So very yep. bullish on that. For next step. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. right. At average operating costs, that should be at least another two to three years three worth years. of exactly. potential yep. without having any anything coming in at all and being able to pay everybody at their current rates. Yeah, and well, as we increase. look too, man, look look at the volume on these elementals, which is bullish for a free mint, 122 ETH volume. This is absolutely yep. crazy. Oh, wow, already? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like we haven't hit no 1,000, but we also didn't have, you know, we didn't have the influx of people to be able to support a 1,000 ETH right now. With the amount of people that have come in, and we have over 100 and we have a, over 100 ETH traded already, like yeah. we have people outside of the community with their eyes on us as yep. well. Exactly, man. We're trending. Um, I believe we're in the top ten right now for the open sea and in, in transactions. And I mean, usually, we were number seven. Man, it Go takes ahead. about a week, man. Right, Z? If I'm correct, we've been a part of a couple of mints, and it takes about like five days to reach a hundred ETH for some of these projects. We reached it in literally a day and a half. Yes. Yeah. Either you cool. have an extremely high project, and it could hit a hundred ETH within a matter of hours, mm-hmm. or yes, it it's usually a couple days. So the fact that we hit it within a, within 30 or so hours, uh, we weren't extremely hyped, but we had a, we have a lot of eyes on us right now, for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. And then, it, like I said, PVE, they said PVE's coming out in uh, February, March. That's going to add a lot more, right? We're going to be getting to pay 3v3s. We're going to be getting to play mm-hmm. battle royal modes. I don't know what they're going to include in there. I think it's going to be wild, though. Right, oh, yeah, and, and back to that, like the, uh, and all you need is this elemental in order to play. Like that's you, yeah. you can't beat that in terms of, of a deal your getting to play with the elemental. Right, part. your avatars in the game. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be looking good cosmetically, right? And then you're gonna be having a bunch of these sea urchins walking around, just regular people. You know, mm-hmm. you're gonna stand out. Yeah, it's, it's right, right. Truly, you know, this project. Honestly, I don't know any other project that's as far as long as Champions, guys. Um, and I've looked. At and it. you look. And you're looking. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and when is the PVE then? Like, when, when did they say that that's looking like? And I know it's like, I know there's like 3v3 in the arena. February, March. Right. They, okay. I, they Maybe? said February. They oh, said okay. February. I like so, to give them a month buffer. Yes. <laughs> right, know, right. Give them if, buffer, man. Expect, let, let's just say, hopefully before St. Patrick's Day, everyone will have the opportunity to be playing. Yeah. Right. Be it would make sense. It would make sense to kind of. Um, they said they're taking snapshot in March for the hungering chests. Yes. So it would kind of make sense to have those around the same time with the hungering chest and the PVE because if you have to feed this hungering chest, what better way to do it than kill people in the PVE? And guys, we got a thin floor too, man. Um, so I think which one? It's already at point zero six. So right now. At floor, you're paying about ninety five bucks to mint. Yeah, so uh, and to get one someone in general posted a, a, a screenshot, wasn't it? That's yeah, very thin. With, uh, a, someone who doesn't even hold in elementals, me lies, me lies, has said it's a very thin floor to point two four. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just rolling. I'm down looking. Here. Yeah, I'm looking. Oh yeah, and then it's point eight. Then you got. 5.8.08 yep there it is i mean i think and this is just me saying i think even at that price even around the hundred dollars i think that that's a really good buy for these still oh yeah 
Um, but I'm, I'm going to wait. Me personally, I'm going to wait to the reveal and, and try to pick some out. Yep. Pick some more out. Build a little stable. Best thing for you guys to do, man, get on this filter. As soon as it reveals, just go for the, the, the traits that you want, the purity that you want, the sublime that you want. And, yeah. Uh, Make sure to send them all to ZMac and Dottie. Yeah, I'll give you a wallet. You can send them to that wallet. We'll take care of them for you. I mean, just just be ready, guys, because on that reveal, you know, like I said, people are not going to know what they have, or they're going to have their offer ups like they have on right here, right now, and they might be at work. They might be doing something. So at that time of that reveal is going to be your best chance to get these. Right. Let me throw out one yep. last discussion question. Yep. Uh, what is the advantage of having multiple elementals? Like, say, for, for Prime Eternals, you can probably likely stake multiple Prime Eternals, mm-hmm. right? But what's the advantage of, of having multiple elementals? Because you can probably only mine one at a time if you're playing it. Uh, I wouldn't say that. What if you can mine all of them? Either. Yep. You're most likely going to have to be staking your elementals to do get the mining or farming boost, yeah. right? Yeah. So, if you're if if that's the case, then that's that's going to be their job. Why would you only have one person to be able to do all the jobs that you have available? And this is right. where this is where man and I know we're freaking going. This is where scholarship program comes out, guys. For you guys that are new to the project and yeah. wanted to get an elemental, get multiple because for one you can breed. Two, right. that leaves a scholarship program, right? Uh, someone else can grind out your asset for you. And if there is going to be some type of scholarship program within champions, I don't know. I think they would do that. Um, and, you know, you guys can split the profits, right? And and that would be a discussion between you and, and the renter. But that's how that would go. Even your land. Why? Okay, if... You're able to build with AI on your land, then why wouldn't I lease that land, have someone build their dungeon on it, whatever they make from that dungeon, they're gonna. Of course, you're gonna. It's your. It's you. You know, you got to pay the landlord, right? Yeah. You got to pay the rent. You right. got to pay the utilities. Same thing that goes here, man. Those people have to pay you if they want to put their own game on your land. I don't know if that's going to be a thing, but it makes sense to lease land. Right. Well, it's it's possible regardless if it's in the game or not, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, you can make it happen. Yeah, yep. definitely, guys. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Zestiria or Zesty now dropped a graph. Um, ah. So, in the Prime Ascendance channel, they graphed Oops. he graphed oh, out um, based on which tier you minted at which pretty much gives you a range of ids how many are listed by um range of id numbers and it looks like a lot of the t2s are paper handed so those are going to be the offers that you get on low ones so it's going to be that that uh that high number elemental eternals if you can see the numbers because i know i can't when i see yeah, we oh, do yeah. have oh, flippers in here. There's some flippers. That, yeah. They'll take the free money, right? They'll, they'll, they'll take, take that. That's bucks. totally oh, fine, yeah. and that's the thing mm-hmm. is that's totally fine because then you have people who are going to have the opportunity to get in at a low price, and you also have yeah. people who are core community members who are going to be able to get 
good assets at a fair price. Exactly. So um, look at Zesty. Look at that. It's beautiful. Yep. Thanks yeah. for the graphic. Thanks for the graphic, man. We appreciate that. But yeah, you guys put in those offers. Um, you know, it, it's always good to put in offers because someone always needs liquid. Sometimes, you know, there's sometimes where that person's stuck in a rough spot and they need some liquid right away, and you could be their way out. Boom! Just take it. Yeah, I'm about to. Uh, yeah, I think I was gonna put an offer on all the floors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all the collection offers, man. I'm a- I'm gonna put my point oh one offer in on the on the elementals and my point one offer in on the primes. Let's go. And on the prime, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit! No, yeah, you're right. And especially after the reveal, yeah, I think, yeah, you're right, Dith. I'm gonna take that advice, man. Uh, before the reveal, it's a good time just to put offers on randomly. People don't know what they have. They'll see an offer of something and they'll just take the money before they know what they have. So, yeah, I'm gonna put some in. Yep. Not financial advice and don't outbid us. <laughs> exactly. Don't outbid us, guys. Shit. Um, we've been, oh man, this podcast hour twenty seven. Sorry, it's so long, guys. It's just so much to go through, so much that's happened. Um, and I'm pretty. Sure wrap it up, but y'all, yeah. Well, okay, we'll wrap it up as usual, man. Uh, dip Mac and bro, we've been doing this for almost a fucking calendar year now. Yep. Um, we went through the ups and the downs. We've seen the uh the PE price get low. It's a nice healthy range right now. Uh, what are y'all feeling, man, in the long-term vision? Where we're at, what are you feeling like long-term with this project? Um, bro, like, just like I said, when I jumped on the space during an elemental mint, let's fucking go, right? Like, LFG! Who fucking hyped right now? Mm-hmm. Like, I am so pumped for the elemental reveal. I want to try and snipe some good shit. I got that positive energy that I'm going to get at least one 3S in mind that I was able to collect All and right. uh, I'm, I'm happy to see the energy back and positive in the community. And I mean, we're going, we're going places from here, boys. I mean, yep. the champions keep coming out with more fun shit. Then I'm just keep having fun playing. So, right. LFG. LFG. Dip, what do you say? Hey man, uh, very excited. Um, especially with the recent news, uh, with champions, with play, with play labs, right? Um, I think they're doing it the right way. Uh, I think the smartest way is to give the power to the gamers to create the in-game content. And from there, you can have a world that's just so diverse that is going to welcome so many different types of players and people. Um, you know, I'm liking everything I see. Uh, kudos too, man, to um, Squiddy. You know, he really reached out to a lot of communities, brought in a lot of new people, right? Um, allocated whitelist, uh, different wallets, different people were in the community. So shout out to him. Shout out to the team um, on a successful Mint too. You guys did Hell a yeah. good job. Um, you guys did right by giving the T1s three hours to Mint. I think that was uh, very gracious of you guys. And uh, let's just keep the good energy going, man. Very excited. Um, I'm proud to be a holder. You know, I'm proud to be a part of this project. And I think it's going to take us to the moon. Let's go. Yep. Damn, dip for uh, prez after that. Hell yeah. <laughs> let's go, dip. <laughs> oh, same here, man. Shit, we, we got in here. No one, I think, uh, betting on the smart team. Not, not even betting, but, but taking a look at. I think where NFTs were going in general, and, and I, I think we're seeing this. We could probably talk more about this next time, but 
it, it seemed like early on last year or the whole year of like 2022, there were NFT enthusiasts who said fuck gaming, and then there were gaming enthusiasts who said fuck NFTs. I think we're just now getting out of that mindset with like you know w- with both of those camps, and and people are are starting to accept NFT gaming more like all around. So I think we're in a good place. I think the smart money is here. Um, I'm loving the community, and yeah, let's go, man. Y'all are gonna hear from us a lot more in next, 2023. Next time, actually, we will be live on February 11th. And we are going to be having uh, Peyton, the community manager from Azure Games, come in for an interview with the Let's Prime Minds. Calendar boys and girls. fam. Hey guys, don't forget to give us a like and a follow too, man. Um, we're, you know, we constantly get to bring uh, content to you guys, and and we love doing this for you guys as well. Like and follow the YouTube. Follow the uh, Twitter at Prime Minds Pod. And and we're gonna be here, I man. We're gonna keep getting better as a podcast. So uh, we're gonna keep doing what it is that we do. Uh, with all that said, we good dip, Mac. Clear. Yes, sir. Let's go. We'll see y'all next time. Just like every other time, prime minds think alike. We're out.
Thank you.